welcome. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. I am having a fabulous day today. I am getting so much information. Started my day with a conversation uh, with uh, Dr. Bernie Siegel. And uh, I'm telling you, that was an eye-opener. We talked about his, his new book, which is directed towards parents and children. And we talked about many things uh, in that conversation. And I get to continue the conversation with Dr. Scott Lynch and Dr. Chris McDonald today about how each and every one of us can find out what we need to know to make intelligence decisions on not only how to raise our children, but how to take care of our own health. And, you know, it started actually, I think last, I don't know when it started. It's been such a phenomenal week of conversations. I think Dr. Scott was commenting on the lineup for this week. For those of you that are not familiar with who we have on, we started out yesterday uh with Carrie O'Connor on Healthy Life, then Sharon Mazetta and Debbie Friedman. Last night, Joy Bauer. Joy Bauer, as you know, is the nutritional expert of the Today Show uh, and also uh, the Yahoo blog on nutrition. And then we moved right into um, uh, Dr. Bernie Siegel this morning and now Dr. Scott Lynch and Dr. Chris McDonald because they are here to share some information that some people would call a little bit controversial. But after my conversation, conversation with Bernie this morning, uh, I'm starting to ease into the idea that controversy is okay, including two laws that are on the on the on the table, I think, in California. One is uh, getting a you will get a fine, a thousand dollar fine uh, if you hit a spank, as we know it in public, uh, your child under the age of four years old. That will be they'd be taking you off. Uh, to the jailhouse in the California there. In the paddy wagon, They'd be so taking to speak. you off uh, the patty, to do that. Patty, you know, the paddy wagon. That's right. Get and, your own little pat. That's right. And then the conversation about uh, there being a law about parents that smoke with their children in Boom. a car. And you're going to hear me get all revved up about that because I am on a mission to help people that are smoking. As someone that used to smoke three packs of cigarettes a day, I feel you. And now I want to say, I want to help you get unfelt around this. And we're here today to broaden the conversation, to talk about something that is very, very important with Dr. Um, Dr. Chris and Dr. Scott. As many of you know, uh, Dr. Scott Lynch is the director of Crown Hill Chiropractic uh, and also the founder and creator of the Peak Performance uh, peak living program. Why do I keep saying peak perf- performance? That's peak insane. living program. It could be though, really. It's, it's all peak. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's all peak. It's about being at your best 
regardless of what age you are. Last night, we talked about being at your best when you are in your 20s and in your hundreds. And that is not a fantasy conversation. It is reality. And Dr. Scott and Dr. Chris are here today to talk about the truth behind vaccinations, the the truth and the myths. And I'm very interested in this show because as a young person, I remember this huge conversation in my very big Italian family about the whole idea of vaccination, not only about the idea, but about where, you know, where I got my vaccination. And I'm not going to even disclose that right now but it's been a conversation that that has hit the press and there's a lot out there and so we're going to explore questions about uh like what is in a vaccine and that's not something that many of us even stop to ask you know that dr scott we don't even uh, we don't ask that Absolutely. When you when you identify really what's going on with vaccines is um, we're not here to um, say vaccines uh, don't have a place in a time. Um, really, we're here to um, inform individuals about what's in a vaccine, how the vaccine theory started and where there are some um, some holes in that whole theory and how it might be undermining the health uh, of the United States. And also nationwide, we're seeing that when people do get vaccinated, there are some poor health ramifications of that and we're seeing it in foreign countries now for the first time too so the main um description that chris and i wanted to come today with was to have people make informed choices not to use fear as a motivator and um this week is actually um what we discussed before the show is the national infant immunization week and their slogan is love them protect them immunize them mm. and there's a lot of emotions that, that get attached with those three statements love them protect them immunize them well, the interesting thing is um, we all love children. We all love adults. We all love people. And we, we want to protect them. And we always want to protect them. Yeah. Now, immunizations or inoculations or vaccinations, by no means do they show any form of protection or love. And that's a very important thing to identify is that immunizations, the efficacy rate, which we'll discuss a little bit later in the second part of the show, um, are not at 100% like a lot of people would think. And so there are some definite um, holes in the theory. Um, there's some definite um, questions that we're going to raise today. And then we're not going to use fear to actually motivate people to make a decision. We're going to allow them to be inspired and informed to make the right decision for their family. It's exactly. It's about busting through this um, whole dogma, unquestioned dogma that is surrounding um, vaccines. And we that call it, that crust. Exactly. Yeah. That's busting that, through that's the crust around the crust. vaccines. And that if you, that as, as a healthcare professional or as a, as a citizen, that if you question this, then suddenly you are a bad person, an unresponsible person. You're not following along with the the status quo and there is a lot of information that i think the general public needs to know in order um to make good decisions and the fact that they even have a choice a lot of people don't realize that they have a choice that they, for example your child can go to school in the state of washington if you elect not to vaccinate them and that's a very easy process but a lot of people don't know that is that the case throughout the country I mean, are there other states that, uh, you know, no, you cannot come to school without a vaccination? Almost every state, I think all 50 states have some kind of um, exemption based mm-hmm. on either philosophy, religion, or a medical reason. Okay. Um, there are those, that's the three little categories that, that an exemption can occur. Not all states have um, 
all three categories of exemption, however. Mm-hmm. Washington State is one of them. Um, okay. And it's just simply a matter of when you have the vaccine record f- uh, form put out in front of you, when you register your child for school, you flip it over to the back, which they won't tell you. You check a box, you sign it, no problem. I've done it two or three times, never had a problem. And in all the listeners that are listening live right now in Florida and some of the other stations, um, I looked at each exemption and... Um, the states where there are listeners today that are listening live, you'd be able to find that there are philosophical, medical, and religious exemptions. Um, some of the um, middle states and New York don't allow that to occur, but most of the states where there are listeners that, that pick up the show um, on their direct radio stations will have uh, philosophical exemptions, which all you have to say is, like Dr. Chris said, is I'm choosing not to do this based on what I've learned. And as a result, there can be no um, if, ands, or buts to allow your child to participate in any public arena. Well, you know, I, I, I have to tell you that it, it is a conversation that uh, I'm glad we're having. And mm-hmm. I love the way that you've presented it because we have so much going on right now around guilt and fear. And, and that's really not a place to make decisions about ourselves and about our children. And so the fact that this is an educational uh, show to talk about this and, and you put a flyer in front of me and I'm just blown away. I can't wait till we talk about it. And it's a question that I don't think I've ever really thought about. I mean, I haven't thought about it. And, and I think it's important to, to really talk about why I haven't thought about it. And the question is, what's in a vaccine? The reason that I don't think I think about it is because out of the gate, in my upbringing, uh, we, were, we were sort of conditioned to believe that you get a vaccination and everything that's in it is great and you need it. And don't you dare not consider having it. Yeah, and there are three main questions that go along with the ingredients in a vaccine is where does health come from? Does health come from inside our bodies or from outside our bodies? Meaning, can we take a pill, potion, lotion, or a vaccine and actually create health? There is zero research, and I'll say that again, zero research showing that vaccinations create health. They may fight disease. And for example, if I lived in India or if I lived in Africa in these, some of these countries where the sanitation is poor, the, wa- the fresh water availability is poor, I probably would get vaccinated. But being here in the United States is that we are... We always have somewhat fresh water available. We have good health care systems. And as we'll identify through the second half of the show is that when we have those availability of those raw nutrients and those you know proper foods and, and exercise and nutrition and sun and all those different activities, we stay healthy and we don't necessarily need to be vaccinated um, time and time again, which is evident with choices Dr. Chris has made with his family and choices that we help people in our office make um, week in and week out. Well, we've got lots to talk about today. I also want to mention to everyone out there, this is a show where we have the phone lines open and there are questions I know on my mind and we would we would like to welcome you to give us a shout if you have questions or we're not addressing something that's on your mind or you have a comment and want to join the conversation. And the way to do that's really easy, toll free at uh, 1-800-930-2819. That's 1-800-930-2819 or you can send an email right now to live at the drpatshow.com l-i-v-e at the drpatshow t-h-e-d-r patshow.com and we will get your question on the air dr scott lynch and dr chris mcdonald of crown hill chiropractic are in the house we are going to be talking about vaccination truths 
admits and uh, making a truly informed choice. And this is a conversation that you may want to uh, have some notes in front of you, and we'll try to get this show up on the archives um, very quickly today. Let's take a short break, uh, and we'll be right back with the show. We've got lots to cover. Uh, I'm uh, at on the edge of my seat uh, waiting to hear about information that I know we don't get in everyday life. Stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back with the show. Hi, this is Dr. Scott of Crown Hill Chiropractic in Seattle, your center for maximized living. Wellness is much more than being free of illness. It's about optimal living in all aspects of life. Our Maximized Living team provides a safe, healing environment while helping individuals express their true divine potential through chiropractic care and wellness coaching. For more information on achieving wellness, visit us at crownhillchiropractic.com or give us a call at 206-782-8800. Awaken your soul at the Awakening Conference in Mesa, Arizona. This life-changing event brings together modern-day mystics, musicians, performers, and speakers. The Secret's very own Michael Bernard Beckwith kicks off this four-day celebration of purpose, peace, love, and inspiration. May 17th through May 20th at the Hilton in gorgeous Mesa, Arizona. Tickets are going fast. Reserve your seat today. 877-347-7799. That's 877-347-7799. Or log on to theawakeningconference.com. MyBrothersKeeper.biz, an autism resource website that is reaching out every day to help families around the globe, providing guidance, motivation, and inspiration. Whether your connection to autism is through a child or student, join in on a journey into the wonderful world of autism. Autism affects about 1 out of 165 children, and awareness is lagging behind. So visit and help change the world, one child at a time, at MyBrothersKeeper.biz. And listen to the interviews on The Dr. Pat Show. Finally, a financial workshop designed specifically for women. Seven Steps to Financial Mastery, Becoming Your Own Prince Charming is a hands-on inspirational seminar unlike anything you've ever taken. Demystify money, transform your thinking, and discover seven simple steps for creating wealth. So join Barbara Stanning May 4th in Chicago and May 22nd in Boston. To register, call 800-599-4950 or visit srinstitute.com slash Barbara Stanning. We are in a new age of discovery. In the past, science strived to understand physical matter. In the new age, science will strive to understand the energy that creates matter. In the past, all dietary supplements nourished the body. In the new age, dietary supplements will focus on the energy that creates your body. The future is here. Learn about our natural monatomic minerals from Harmonic Enterprises. Move with us to the new age. Call us at 888-667-4300 or visit HarmonicEnterprises.com. Are you sick and tired of not creating what you want in your life? Tune in to the Dr. Pat Show in April when Deborah Tracci, life transition and business coach, works with you, the listeners, to create empowering beliefs to manifest exactly what you want in your life. To learn more about this Heart Ignited process, go to heartignited.com or call 206-236-6100. Stay informed with news, traffic, and weather at the top of the hour, weekdays on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. 
feel this way. Ugh. <laughs> is that part of the song, Benny? Yeah. Or did I just? Uh, I was playing. Why it I feel it? It's must like, be the money, but I, I and, and you know, interlude and say it must be the Benny. So. It must be the Benny, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the Doctor Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Great conversation, Doctor Scott Lynch, Doctor Chris McDonald in the house. If you want to find out more about them, you can go to CrownHillChiropractic.com or drscottlynch.com that's dr scott l y n c h.com we're taking your questions big conversation today uh and two people that are, are are resident experts about health and wellness right here in the house we've got a question let's go to the phones all right let's bring on Cindy from Seattle she has a question about no sodes so hey Cindy to welcome to the show us. thank you boy you're you're right up to date on stuff aren't you <laughs> well yeah, I have a 20-year-old who's been unimmunized since she was, uh, well, past age one when I when I sort of got out of the dark ages. <laughs> so I have a 20-year-old daughter who has been uh, brought up with alternative medicine, um, and we have had the bliss of health uh, for 19 years with my daughter. Um, she is um, now volunteering at a hospital, and unknown to me, they TB screened her. So I have, and she's also, so I first would also like to know if there's any way of antidoting that, uh, because I understand also that people can opt out of traditional TB screening. Mm. And then also she's getting some subtle pressure now, now that she's uh, interfacing with doctors on her own, uh, to become uh, immunized. Oh. So it's very persuasive, and, and she's of age, and I want to be able to give her, if she chooses to go that route, which she may at some point do, I want to be able to give her some alternatives uh, from the complete no vaccinations to, you know, going, doing that because it, uh, she's been unvaccinated, amazingly healthy uh, and well, free of neurological issues, behavioral issues, ADD, everything else. And uh, I'd love to see her continue to have a healthy body. Well, I think that that's an actually an amazing thing that you've done for your for your daughter there, and to have her still looking for other options um, besides getting uh, the TB vaccine. From my understanding, um, to work in a hospital, uh, to be in the military, is they don't give you a lot of choices um, for the vaccinations themselves. When anybody um, is looking for alternatives to um, either vaccines or the screenings. I refer them to a gentleman by the name of Tim Ticehurst. He's an actual homeopath in Seattle at Seattle Homeopathy. And um, he knows quite a bit about um, ways to um, create some homeopathic remedies to create a proper screening. But I don't have a good answer for you. Dr. Chris may have a good answer for you. But um, from my understanding is my, my sister's a nurse and we take care of quite a few nurses who um, when they start, they're almost pressured into you know having mm. to do that to continue That's to right. work. And um, in 100% of those cases, they ended up um, becoming vaccinated because um, they felt their job was on the line. So I don't Absolutely. have a good I don't have a good answer for you on that. Mm -hmm. But um, they have um, talked to um, to Dr. Tim and um, addressed some of those um, questions. But they chose to vaccinate um, in addition to that. What, what's Dr. Tim's name name again? Uh, so we Tim, can... Tim Ticehurst is T I C E H U R S T. And he's at a Seattle Homeopathy Clinic. And then he also, um, um, if you can look him up on the web, uh, he has a, a great website um, available. Okay. Great. Thank you. We're going to actually pop him up here and find him. But let's give out his name one more time because I know people are writing this down. Yeah. It's uh, Tim Tice Hurst. And he's a homeopath in Seattle. Um, he used to be on uh, Aurora Avenue. And so you, he has a, a great background, too, of uh, all-natural whole food nutrition. 
Okay, so we'll see if we can get some information for you during the break on that. Uh, okay, Dr. Chris, what do, you, what do you have to say? Well, when people ask, okay, I make the decision that I'm not going to um, vaccinate my child, what do I do? Mm. Well, just like the previous caller, she um, maximized the wellness within her family, nutritionally, spiritually even. Um, we tell patients, uh, you know, come on in and get the nervous system interference removed from your spine by getting yourself adjusted. That's a huge thing. I myself haven't been vaccinated and was raised as a, a son of a chiropractor and um Strange as it may sound, in, in our family, when we started coming down with something, we got adjusted. I know that that may be a little radical. Just last Friday, my daughter um, went to school feeling great, came home after school, and in the evening, by the evening, had 102.5 fever. And so I gave her uh, 2,000 milligrams of vitamin C and gave her an adjustment to her neck. Next day, she was up, feeling just fine. Fever was down to 98, or the temperature was down to 98.6, and she went to a birthday party in the afternoon. The bottom line is, is when you activate the innate um, healing and vitalistic healing abilities of the body, the body will um, will be able to fight these things off. Let's remember, vaccines are an artificially acquired, quote, immunity. But I don't even see that as immunity. When um, What normally happens, like for, especially for most of us when we were kids, four, five, six years old, you get the chicken pox, right? Yeah, and it's, I remember it, that. You know, you break out in bumps, you're down for three or four days. Um, I remember I missed a few days of school, like watching cartoons on the couch that week, and it was fun. Since then, I can go anywhere I want where there's any amount of people with chicken pox, and I'm not going to get it because I have immunity. Nowadays... Um, you get a, a chicken, they want you to have a chicken pox vaccine. And for some reason, at some point later on, you need a booster. Well, if you're getting immunity from the vaccine, why do you need a booster? What is a booster? Another, I mean, yeah, you know what I mean? For people that don't know, I mean, all of uh -huh. us have heard the term. Uh -huh. But the question is, what is a booster? A booster is another dose of the vaccine five, six, seven years later uh -huh. in order to, I, I guess, reintroduce um, the 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 genetic material so that the body can mount an, an immune system response. But simply the production of antibodies to the actual um, pathogen is not necessarily immunity. Uh, one other thing, and I, I use my own personal experience once again, when you apply for a philosophical exemption here in the state, one of the things you have to agree to, that is, if there is an outbreak of any of the um, types of uh, illnesses that you're supposed to be immune against, for my child, I have to pull her out of school. When that happens, they will send her home and she has to stay home until such time as they deem it okay for her to go back. But what's funny is they explain it to me as not for anything as, as a protection or safety for my daughter, but to protect the children in the classroom from her passing on the virus or, bac or bacterial infection. Mm -hmm. But these children are already Im immunized. Mm. Okay. They should have no, there should be no issue for them. The risk only lies with my daughter. And once again, she's going to be given the best nutrition, the best care possible in keeping her body. And she's around these um, all the time and has never had any of these illnesses. Well, it's an interesting question. I, I think let's go back to the phone spinning. Let's make sure that um, we've got all the questions taken care of. Did you did you have any other questions? Uh, are we answering your questions? Yeah, you, you do. There's another, I okay. have another um, lingering question. Great, go. Get yeah asked again but uh he brought up the point of his daughter's exposure mm -hmm. you know I, that's another concern have my daughter not being vaccinated against polio and now i think the biggest threat is people walking around with having had a polio uh, vaccination 
so that that's also a concern is if somebody's just been uh, vaccinated with uh, polio for polio, which is I understand live, then mm-hmm. she that could also be a possible um, a, uh, you know danger for her. Is that correct? Well, I. I would say that I don't think that if, if your daughter is uh, nutritionally sound and doing all the healthy um, procedures that you've just described, no, I don't believe that she is at any risk. In fact, if you okay. go look at the data, the only um, overwhelmingly the only uh, uh, cases of polio that have been diagnosed have been caused by the um, by the vaccine itself. There are no quote wild type which is mean you know out in the sort of environment um at least within the united states um for many many years other parts of the world a little different but um but uh, that's the story here yeah and you know one of the things that we know in talking about this on the air is everybody's everybody's different you know it's hard to say how an individual is going to respond but you know we're talking about some of the statistics some of the research that we found and i think what you just pointed out chris is that uh, you know basically from the research that you've discovered uh that the folks that have come down with polio have come down at, supposedly as a result of the vaccination mm-hmm. uh and you know all of this it really is about getting information what i wanted to do is i wanted to make sure you had uh, dr tim's uh uh, phone number and website. So if you wanted to have a conversation with him, I've got that for you uh, right now. Uh, the number is 206-523-9000. 206-523-9000. And I'm going to be giving him a call because I, I think it'd be a good idea to get him on the show. Yeah, absolutely. And and also, too, in 2004, um, the CDC recommended that we use inactivated polio which because the live polio vaccine was causing um, polio itself. And so depending on which type of vaccine that you get, most cases you will not have the live in the United States anymore. Mm-hmm. They've actually sent that out uh-huh. to foreign countries to be used, um, which is why you're That's seeing nice. it. Yeah, you're in, like in Africa and India, there was a, a big um, big drop in polio, but now it's coming back uh, the same um, rate that before is it dropped. So um, I would also say that, as Dr. Chris said, is that um, if you do, if you're, daughter does come in with somebody in contact with polio is everything that she's done in her life right now is built her immune system to be strong and so um really we come in contact with hundreds of diseases a day but ultimately if she's maintained her health so far her chances of having any um, poor effects from any other vaccines um against her from not being vaccinated would not be relevant okay is that good we get all your questions Yes, indeed. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thanks for uh, tuning in. Thanks for calling. Uh, and what a bunch of great questions. I mean, mm-hmm. this is why we're doing the show. Absolutely. And, yeah. you know, Cindy's like totally awesome. I mean, you know, to actually bring this up so we can have a conversation is what's going on in everyone's mind. Really? A hundred percent. And you really think about how many people out there um, are have been talking about toxicity on any level. Right. So if we talk about toxicity because of caused by plastics or by smoke or pollution, think about this is that you are you have two main um, barriers to environmental toxins. One is your skin. The other one is the tissue barrier. And, and you inject it past that right into the bloodstream with the vaccine. So we'll talk about a lot of the chemicals when we return. All right. Let's take a short break. When we come back, more with the Dr. Pat Show. Dr. Scott Lynch and Dr. Chris McDonald in the house. The question is, do you know the truth about vaccinations? Hopefully you will by the end of this show. I'm Dr. Pat Basili. This is the Dr. Pat Show. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. We want to hear from you. 
Let go of past trauma, fears, and negative beliefs. Attract exactly what you want in life and release the energetic blocks and imbalances which are keeping you from living the life of your dreams. Internationally known master clairvoyant and intuitive guide Carrie O'Connor has the unique ability to read your energy field and just like a tuning fork, raise your vibrational level so that you can attract what you truly desire in life. Visit CarrieO'Connor.com for more information and for interview dates on the Dr. Pat Show. That's CarrieO'Connor.com. Last year, Meals on Wheels, we delivered over 400,000 meals to the homes of the housebound and elderly all throughout King County. But you know what? Meals on Wheels. Hey, we're running out of gas. Due to rising fuel prices, lower government assistance, we're unable to deliver over 100,000 meals this year. Get us back on the road. Help us. Watch for the March-April Meals on Wheels Fund Drive and learn more at 206-268-6785. Thanks. Find out what's baffling the medical community. Tune in to the Dr. Pat Show to learn how a 76-year-old woman managed to look 25 years younger by drinking Ashitaba Green, the multifunctional organic whole plant food. What is Ashitaba Green? Why is it so widely used in Japan? How has it changed the lives of others? Meet organic Ashitaba grower Linda Hayano and find out how. Visit AshitabaGreen.com or AshitabaBeauty.com. is the ancient spiritual teachings of the people of Hawaii. Most people who study Huna want to know more about themselves and the world around them. If you want to connect more with who you are and discover a whole new universe around you, then Huna is for you. Call 800-800-MIND or go to Huna.com to learn about the May 18th through 20th Intro to Huna event in Los Angeles, California. The Empowerment Partnership. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. Contrary to popular belief, having a baby is not always a happy, glowing experience. Many women develop a variety of mood problems, most often depression. Thankfully, there are many options available to heal or prevent this debilitating condition. Dr. Shoshana Bennett is shining a light on postpartum depression right here on the Dr. Pat Show. So tune in and find out how to help someone you love. For more information about postpartum depression, visit postpartumdepressionhelp.com. Hello, this is Sue Newfeld Ellis. In our fast-paced, busy world, my new CD, Serenity Through Meditation, is just what you need. Through Stephen Halpern's sonic music entrainment and my voice, we will comfortably guide your brainwaves to that theta state of deep relaxation. To order your free copies of 25 Stress Reduction Tips, go to quantumhealing.us or call 425-455-4207. Spread the word. Your favorite shows are on Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by... Dr. Scott Lynch and Dr. Chris McDonald of Crown Hill Chiropractic in the house. If you want to find out more about Crown Hill, if you want to find out more about the Peak Living Program, you can find out by going to www.drscottlynch.com, D-R-Scott-L-Y-N-C-H.com, and check it out. Today, we're opening the door in a conversation about vaccinations. What is the truth? What are the myths? And how do we, how do we make the decisions that we have to make for ourselves and our children? 
Betty, you were talking about an article. We had someone call in that pointed to an article that was uh, 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 put out by Robert Kennedy Jr. And that really opens up the door for our conversation. Maybe we can talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I went ahead and tracked it down. We had a caller, Maria, that you know she had called in and she had a comment. It was an article in the Rolling Stone about 2005, so now times of a few years a few years ago, and it had the element of you know how the vaccinations how it messes up with children. So I'm mm-hmm. currently printing up the article okay. now. Is we're gonna get to discuss it. the right yeah, now. Yeah, when we start to identify what really um, toxicity is, mm-hmm. um, we've had this really. Uh, it's a good paranoia of, of toxicity, what we ingest, our pollution, um, as we were talking about before. But most individuals don't think about what the ingredients are in a vaccine. Old ingredients were um, thymerosal, which was mercury. And they found that children under four years old were given 12 times, and I'll say that again, 12 times the level of mercury that the FDA said was safe for an adult as a four-year-old child through the vaccines. And so in 2000... Basically, all the vaccine uh, manufacturers decided they were going to slowly start pulling thymerosal and mercury from the vaccines because the CDC, which they don't like to admit when there's a mess up, the CDC and the FDA released a joint statement that said there is a causal link between meningitis, inflammation of the brain, and autism with toxicity of mercury and so as a result they started pulling those vaccines and so now it's the first time that we can get vaccines without thymerosal as as dr chris mentioned except for the flu vaccine so every time you get a flu vaccine you are having mercury put directly past your past your skin past the actual tissue um, barrier directly into your bloodstream and that's not healthy also, there's formaldehyde, which is formalin, um, which is embalming fluid. That's as an ingredient in there. There's aluminum, which we've told that's been linked to Alzheimer's and, and other toxicities. There's mercury. There's a polysorbate 80, which is a, a known cancer-causing agent in, in animals. And so there are lots and lots of um, little microorganisms. A, a question that um, has come up time and time again when we've talked to individuals who, for example, and this is stepping into another comment, is that people that are um, against abortion but are pro-vaccine, if you think about this statement, is many of the cells and the cultures that they start to, to create vaccines from are from aborted human fetuses. As a result, you're saying that you're, you're against one and for the other. There's a disconnect there. Most people don't realize that. So when you start putting these chemicals directly into the bloodstream of a young growing child, that perfection can be lost over time. And so we have to really think about how congruent everything we do in our life is, and as a result, what are we putting into our child's body? It's important also that I'd like uh, the listeners to know that, for example, say that you uh, your child did receive a vaccine and you felt that they received an injury from that. Now, normally in our society, when there's product liability, you're able to go through the courts directly and file a lawsuit for, de- for seeking damages, at least to determine if there was. Not in the case of vaccines. Uh, a law passed in 1986, the National Childhood Vaccine Injury Act, established the uh, uh, National Vaccine Injury Compensation Fund. Basically, what that means is is you do not have the right to initially uh, file a lawsuit against any of the drug companies you feel may have produced the vaccine, and you have to petition the government. Uh, let me ask you this question, uh, because the the flyer that you brought in is so significant. Are you all going to pop this up on the website? We, we can do that, and we will also, um, if anybody 
wants a sheet that says, do you know what's in a vaccine? It breaks down the chemicals in there, and it's from Corn Publications Company. We will send you one via the mail um, to really inform you. And once again, is this is not to use fear. It's to say, now I'm informed about what's happening with my child's health. And the important thing that we talk to families about is, Nobody's responsible for your child's health and your health but yourself and, and what you, the choices you make. So, you know, just going to the herd mentality of I'm going to vaccinate because this is what the common standard practice is. If your child does get injured, that's something to be important, something to be aware of is that it could have been due to the vaccine. When you look at these chemicals, toxicity is the first thing you think of. Any questions from that, Dr. Pat? Yes. The question, I mean, what I'm struck by is the content of heavy metals. And, and, uh, and I think you even went on to say that um, in flu vaccinations, which people get every year, um, there are some of these same metals yeah. and chemicals. Well, ostensibly, those... And I didn't really know that either. Those chemicals I mean, I were supposed to be removed. They still uh-huh. are showing up in um, in the vaccine. I'm not sure why. I think that there probably is an exemption for any uh, lots that were pre- produced before the uh, their, before the law was passed. They're still able to sell those out. They just can't produce anymore. What was the reason for putting uh, you know aluminum and mercury in? Preservative. I mean, oh, okay. Preserves the because I, I was going to say they they don't seem to have any real medical value. No, it's it's as a as a preservative, and so. These are, these toxins build up in the body, and genetically, some kids have a better ability to clear those toxins out than others. Seems like that, um, or and or nutritionally, and it seems like in some kids, as those get built up, that uh, this will cause problems. I had a very close friend that worked in a rehabilitation clinic, so to speak, for um, that was receiving uh, referrals from one of the major universities around here to do therapy to help kids that have been diagnosed um, with autism, and they would receive the Mm-hmm. referral form directly from the university saying that the autism was subsequent to the vaccination no no big deal about it it wasn't like a, but this was that was the cause and so she decided not to vaccinate her child based on that three days or four days later went in to take her child for a uh, to get a wellness physical from a medical doctor and when he found that out he went through the roof and called her an irresponsible mother and a couple, plus a couple other things and uh, wouldn't even see the child to me that's an extremely if if somebody came in and they'd given their to my office and they'd given their child I'm on the other side of this their full spectrum of vaccinations I would never say oh my god what have you done and and of course everybody's welcome I I can't imagine excluding children or anybody just based on their own personal preference of what they decided to do this is about information it's not about my personal stance well it is about information and you know and and even after hearing all of this you can still decide to uh, get your child vaccinated absolutely because this really comes from your wherever you are, your comfort zone, mm-hmm. and whatever is right for you. And that's what, that's what I love about the show that we're talking about today, because what we're doing is providing information. This is not about you should or you shouldn't do it. Absolutely. This is strictly about information. But one of the things on the list that I was just blown away by, and I, I really want you to comment it, I know that you very quickly, Dr. Scott, talked about uh, the human and animal cells that are put in vaccinations. And boy, I'll tell you, we didn't really go into the detail that's on this page. <laughs> no. We 
really didn't. No. And if you really want to know about that, you could call in and we'll tell you. But mm-hmm. uh, we'll send you the the information. Uh, I'm I'm just blown away by it, though. Yeah, and that that's actually been a major sticking point for a lot of individuals that um, have chosen not to vaccinate from an ethical perspective of where they get some of the cells for this from their own personal values. And so, um, and then we've had other people that have come in and said, you know what, I I, I got all the information. Now I'm aware. Thank you very much. Right. And so uh, the key is is to identify what's in a vaccine. Does it create toxicity? I mean, if you look at um, how many vaccines have been put on the market and pulled off the market, um, an example of the new the new Gardasil vaccine for the human papillomavirus for um, young women, which they're really promoting, which is put out by a large company. Mm. And um, the same company had a um, anti-inflammatory taken off the market for hiding the heart defects that were occurring in people from taking the medication. And this is who we're entrusting with our children's health regarding vaccines and medications. And so if we look across the board is that the the HPV um, vaccine that came out, it's only estimated to affect 20% of the um, the cancer victims um, from the human papillomavirus. It is 0.0007%, I'm sorry, 0.007% of all the cancers in the, in the United States. And as a result, we have chose that maybe now we're going to vaccinate all our young women with this, knowing that it does have chemicals in it. It's going to affect 20% of the cases. And as a result, we once again are going to completely overwhelm the immune system, especially during the formative years. And so I, I say, you know, if you have the opportunity, there's a website called 909shot.com, and they have a huge section on the HPV infection and what you can do to really promote health from a natural standpoint. Well, and, and you know, the list goes on. I think uh, both Dr. Chris and Dr. Scott are briefly sharing some of the, the contents of what is in a vaccine. Uh, you know, I I had trouble getting past the uh, antifreeze Yeah, <laughs> the, as a component. Someone has to explain that to me. And, and it has an official name. Of course, uh, you know, it, it is really the, the, uh, oh, the phenol. Yeah. I, I can't even say it. Phenol, phenoxyl, ethanol. Yes. Basically, it's antifreeze and, um, it's a binding agent and it's a, um, something that allows the cell, it prevents the, some of these viruses from proliferating. So these are all chemicals that are built mm-hmm. up in the vaccines. And if you get 48 vaccines by the time you go into college, this is what you're putting in your body every single time. So we're not saying vaccines may may not work. We're saying that look at the toxicity levels and evaluate what's right for you. Make a decision. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, more with Dr. Scott and Dr. Chris of Crown Hill Chiropractic. Questions, 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Baby, relax, sit back and chill. Yeah, give me a second and let me tell you how I feel. Sorry, well done, you've been stepping out, running your mouth about to make it take a one run now. Was I not there for you, Julie Gibby? Hey, Mary, it's been a while. What have you been up to? Hey, Jim. Guess what I'm doing now? I'm helping people stop smoking for a living. Really? Are you making a good living doing that? Jim, I'm making $500 an hour. No way. Only top doctors and lawyers make that much. Yep, I love it. I'm saving lives, and you know what? Instead of studying for a four-year college degree, I did a four-day training. Could I do this? If I could do it, anyone can do it. Just give Smoke Free International a call 
at 1-800-305-9129. They'll send you an information pack. It can't be that easy. I've never done anything easier or more fun. Smoke Free International is a company that has helped thousands of people become non-smokers all over the world. Their success rate is about 95%. You can call them at 1-800-305-9129. Yeah, that sounds great. Just give them a call at 1-800-305-9129 and get started on a whole new life and career. Hypnosis is a scientifically verified and effective technique that can promote accelerated human change, such as weight loss, smoking cessation, and pain control. If you are interested in learning the latest hypnosis techniques and receiving your certificate in clinical hypnotherapy, then this seminar is for you. Call 800-800-MIND or go to hypnosis.com to learn more about the May 4th through 6th weekend event in Vancouver, Washington. Mention the Dr. Pat Show when you call the Empowerment Partnership and American Pacific University. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. Hi, this is Dr. Scott of Crown Hill Chiropractic in Seattle, your center for maximized living. Wellness is much more than being free of illness. It's about optimal living in all aspects of life. Our maximized living team provides a safe, healing environment while helping individuals express their true divine potential through chiropractic care and wellness coaching. For more information on achieving wellness, visit us at crownhillchiropractic.com or give us a call at 206-782-8800. Looking for the perfect way to connect with your children all year long? Give your entire family the gift of heartfelt conversations through the magic of Carla Miller's Seeds of Discovery books. Each unbound book is a unique interactive experience with simple life lessons for all children and adults. Lighthearted, colorful illustrations attract the attention of children and stimulate interactions with adults. Visit seedsofdiscovery.com or call 1-888-426-1632 for more information. Awaken your soul at the Awakening Conference in Mesa, Arizona. This life-changing event brings together modern-day mystics, musicians, performers, and speakers. The Secret's very own Michael Bernard Beckwith kicks off this four-day celebration of purpose, peace, love, and inspiration. May 17th through May 20th at the Hilton in gorgeous Mesa, Arizona. Tickets are going fast. Reserve your seat today. 877-347-7799. That's 877-347-7799. Or log on to theawakeningconference.com. Good news, Belgium. We're streamed worldwide at 1150kknw.com. Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. I want to thank all the folks calling in that we're not bringing up on the air that are asking some great questions. My guest today, Dr. Chris McDonald and Dr. Scott Lynch of Crown Hill Chiropractic. We are tackling the conversation around vaccinations, what you should know. The decision is ultimately yours. What's important is to understand, uh, first of all, what it is that you're dealing with. And second of all, what rights you have. Uh, I think we had a call that call, a caller that called in that said that, you know, you can get vaccine taking, um, one or two of the components out. Yes. Yeah. Um, in since 2000, when they started urging them to take uh, mercury or thimer, thimersol, thimersol out of the uh, vaccines, um, 
it's been it's been made available to where you can pay a little bit more um, to get a vaccine, or you can choose not to have one with those chemicals in it. Um, now there are a couple of things that we're you know ultimately with each show that we've done in the past we've we've liked to have people say okay how can I walk out of this um, asking the right questions and maybe expanding my consciousness regarding some of these issues and so. There's a couple of questions that I'm going to ask all the, the listeners to really kind of evaluate, and, and we're going to go through what we call our daily dues, things to think about. Um, the first one is, where does health come from? Is it from the inside the body or outside the body? And where is our greatest immune capability residing currently? And that's within us. It's not from a vaccine necessarily. What are the long-term effects of chemicals after passing into the bloodstream. What are the long-term effects of chemicals after passing through the skin, through the tissue, into the bloodstream? Unfortunately, there are no long-term studies of this, but we are seeing right. that there are chronic illness. Interestingly enough, is chronic illness has risen in the United States over the last 30 years, but polio, measles, mumps, rubella, varicella, which is chickenpox, they've all decreased, which are also self-limiting diseases. The other question is, is when you go in, if you choose to have a vaccine or vaccinate your child, is check your health status prior to a vaccine. If you go in and you're taking your child in to get a vaccine, is ask a doctor or a nurse to do a quick physical on the child before vaccination so you know exactly what their health status is before and afterwards so you know how to monitor any health changes that might occur. This is very important because if there is a change dramatically, it's not, oh, well, you know, they were feeling a little off before the vaccine. You can document it, get help right away if there is any type of injury occurring. The next aspect is, how heavy is your child? This is a question that's come up many, many times, is that a 10-pound infant gets the exact same vaccine amount as a 40-pound 4-year-old child. And so children that are a lot lighter, a lot frailer, you may want to think about spreading the vaccines out or choosing not to vaccinate until they're a little bit older, until they have more weight, more tissue, and more immune capacity. I think it's important to mention, too, that the immune system of a 6- to 12-month-old is um, much less developed than that of a four-year-old and it's brand new and the the number of vaccines that we're giving these kids actually they, they want to give them the first hepatitis b vaccine i think within 24 hours of birth and it goes from there and the the levels of these chemicals that we're putting into extremely immature um infant's bodies is 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 a lot and and the four-year-old is going to respond much differently the other thing that i would also mention is when you go in and ask your questions also ask the doctor what would a vac a adverse reaction to a vaccine look like in my child so that if they have one you will know what to look for and what the signs are and you can get them proper emergency treatment one of the things would be is a severe sudden headache um malaise mm -hmm. um some children um especially infants will just start crying uncontrollably and cannot be stopped for 12 to 24 hours. These are all um, symptoms that have been reported back. And of course, they are supposed to be, uh, by law, um, be reported uh, to um, the reporting agency. It's called VAERS, um, Vaccine, Adverse Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System within 30 days but it's estimated that only four to ten percent of the adverse reactions from vaccines are ever reported because we don't really know uh, and what's interesting i had a very uh, interesting conversation with uh my uncle al 
My <laughs> Uncle Al is Uncle the Al. only one in the family that knows the real deal. And I praise uh, God that he is still around because I'm finding out some very fascinating things about health in our family. And one of the interesting things he shared with me, and I didn't click until something you just said. He said, we don't, he said to me something like this. Okay, you can interpret this the way you want. He said, Patricia, I don't know what it is. Do you still hate doctors? I don't ever remember hating doctors. <laughs> and I said to him, what do you mean do we still? I, I said, I don't dislike doctors. He says, oh, you hated the doctors. Every time you went to the doctor and got a shot, you came home and cried. You cried for three years. And I said, I cried for three years. I said, didn't anybody stop to think that there might be something going on with what you were putting in my body? Isn't that an interesting conversation? But I guess it depends on where you are and how much information you have. See, in his mind, in his mm -hmm. mind, mm -hmm. I had a phobia. Or I had something psychological around going into the doctor when, in fact, we now know that maybe little Patricia was allergic to what was going in her body. Absolutely. Maybe that was it. Maybe that was and it. And we'll never know. No. <laughs> exactly. And I but you turned out fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I experienced similar type effects when I was um, younger, which is one of the reasons I got into natural health care is that I was in the hospital a lot because of, and at the doctors, I should say the hospital a lot because of allergies, asthma, sickness, um, until I finally took charge and was 14 years old and said, you know, this mm. is no longer working the way we're doing this. And my parents um, were doing the best they can. And so now that they're informed and they read some of the stuff that I send to them, they had to sometimes feel guilty, but it's like, you know what? You should never feel guilty yeah, if, you're, no. if you're making a decision based on what you know. Right. But now with the information age and, and the information we provide with these radio shows and on the Internet, everything else, you should be able to say what's right, what's wrong and what makes the most sense. The final question that I have and then mm. we'll open it to Dr. Chris again is that is this vaccine going to help my child be healthier? And that's a that's actually a question that's never been addressed in any of the research. Will it help them not get the chicken pox? Maybe. I had the chicken pox vaccine. I got it when I was 22 years old in college. And so it didn't help me. And so if we look at all of these vaccines is the efficacy rate, which means how effective it is, they're on average the last about seven years. Since 1980, this is that I mentioned to Dr. Pat and Benny before and Dr. Chris, is that since 1980... Every outbreak of measles, mumps, pertussis, which is whooping cough, or um, I said measles, over 80% of the children had been vaccinated properly as recommended by the immunization schedule, yet still contracted the disease. And so with that in mind is we're not even sure what the long-term efficacy is because mm -hmm. If you put something into a human body, it's going to change. Things are going to mutate. Life is going to, you know, be altered. And we have to be aware of that and be willing to stop vaccinating when necessary, just like we did with smallpox, and then start saying, what's the next level of, of health and wellness for our society? I'd also like to add, you can call me a pessimist if you want, but um, vaccine, vaccines are a 10 to $12 billion a year industry worldwide. And that, that number is only going up. Um, I hate to say that there may be a, a, a financial incentive to this, but it, you know, all, uh, 
you know, with their smoke, there's fire, I guess you could say. Well, you know, what we like to present on the show is, uh, and okay, maybe it's based on my belief, is an an integrative approach Mm -hmm. so that people understand what their choices are. I think, you know, right now we're trying to put a show together on the latest FDA uh, controversy of what they're planning to pass around our supplements. And uh, it is really a little bit um, discerning. Actually, it's it's a little mind-boggling for people to try to make sense of it. I don't even uh, attempt to say that I know what's going on. I just know that I I can't imagine all of our supplements, all of our naturopathic uh, remedies, you know, being under the FDA. And and, and this is, again, a conversation about getting informed. Absolutely. And the, the new law that you're talking about, too, is if that passes, healthcare as we understand it will completely be changed and we will no longer be practicing health care we'll be practicing crisis care again which is nothing to promote health only to treat disease and if we allow that law to pass and, and it does go through then everything that we know as far as health and wellness and how we protect our health will be changed altered and uh, it will be not it'll be a bit bleak but ultimately now is the time to really revolutionize the way we we address our exactly, and I would I would really encourage everyone out there to get informed about what we're talking about in the changes to the FDA, uh, the, the FDA's jurisdiction. And you basically can go on the website and Google a lot of information. I will uh, uh, bring some information in tomorrow. Thank you both for joining the show today. Thanks for having us, Dr. Again, Pat, another fabulous show. A lot to think about. I want to mention to everyone tomorrow we've got Colette Baron Reed in the house. We are going to be opening up phone lines. And uh, she is going to do readings. And believe me, she has a waiting list into 2008. Dan Millman is also joining us this week. Dr. Lindsay Duncan is joining us. Barbara Staney and Dr. Mitsuro Imoto will be on the show on Saturday. Until tomorrow, make yourselves a great day. Thank you for joining us today for the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. The Dr. Pat Show can be heard live Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. on KKNW AM 1150. And every Tuesday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Pacific on VoiceAmerica.com. So join Dr. Pat.